All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Positive Friday continues on. I'm the sports leader, TSN 1260. Jason Greger, Jason Strudwick, Connor Halley with you. It's Positive Friday. So much uh, going on, of course, in the uh, sporting world. Some uh, pivotal game sixes in both the uh, NHL and the NBA tonight. We'll uh, we'll get to all of that. But uh, first, we have to get to uh, the the big thing today for Pause of Friday. Somebody is going to win a $14,000 trip for two to Italy and Croatia. Hosted by uh, Azarkan, Paul Almeida. We'll be uh, touring only. them around. It's going to be uh, fantastic. And, of course, uh, we're doing the reverse draw. Last name in wins. The next ten names. Thanks for donating. You're out. Brandon Moore, Tony Colangelo, Benjamin DeGraff, Lori Hughes, Emile Paquette, Brendan Williams, Ryan Devon, David Platten, Simone Winnick, and Terry Hatto. Oh, nice. Thanks very much for donating and supporting the MS Society. It's fantastic. They're a great charity. Doing lots of work. And, man, hopefully they're getting closer and closer all the time to a cure. Now, let's get to the uh, playoff report brought to you by Tenacor. If you're an industrial company or plant site need to replace aging equipment but are having a hard time finding it, give the team at Tenacor a call. They'll get you what you need. Or send you in the right direction. Go to 10accor2ends.com. We are joined by uh, former NHL GM and scout, ace analyst and scout at uh, TSN, Craig Button, joins us. And, uh, Craig, uh, let's start. Uh, give me your thoughts on Petrangelo and Nurse and the suspensions. 
I thought that uh, Petrangelo deserved more. I, I haven't seen an act like that in a long, long time. And considering the situation in the game, considering how he uh, literally hunted him down and then, you know, tomahawked him on the wrist, and it's Leon Dreisaitl. I, I think the act needed to be penalized more severely. You know, coming out of the game uh, on Wednesday night, Connor McDavid spoke, and, and I stood up there at the podium, and I said, I agree with him. And then I went into a whole bunch of speculation mumble-jumble instead of saying what I thought. And I, I agreed with Connor, and then I went in, well, I don't think they'll suspend him. It doesn't matter what I think they're going to do. I should be talking about what, I, what they should be doing. And he needed to be suspended. And I think that Petrangelo got off, got off light. That's what I think. So you look at this situation and, and what it's going through. When you, if, you were, if you were the GM for the Vegas Golden Knights, do you coach him up? Do you coach Petrangelo up or, like, here's to say, not to say, or what's what's that process look like? Like, you, you mean in the hearing? Yeah, it's to, prior to the hearing, yeah. I mean, in, in the hearing, Jason, I mean, they're going to ask the questions. They're going to be shown the video. So, you know, I I, I think that what you what, what you got to, what you want to impress upon the player in this case, in this case, Alex Petrangelo, is saying, listen, it looked terrible. I wasn't trying to do it and I let up at the end you you, you want them to minimize you know what the video shows like in, in, in a real what I would call in a real declarative manner so you, you, you know be contrite yeah I slashed them yes you know uh, it looked bad but no I wasn't trying to you know you, you, even I mean to me it's deliberate intent to injure and uh, but, but you've you, you got to try to downplay uh, the visual aspect with it was, was being contrite and, you know, saying, hey, you know, didn't want to, didn't want it to look that way. And, you know, say, given a, given a second or two more to think about it, you know, you know, maybe I would have just chopped them instead of tomahawked them. But to me, you know, the, he, you try to argue against the video like that, you're in trouble. And I think that, you know, the player's agent is there, and or the PA is there, and you know they're part of the the hearing call. But you you gotta you gotta acknowledge that what you did wasn't right. That 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 that's the advice I give a player. Don't go in there saying, oh, no, it wasn't what I was trying." No, you were trying to slash him. Okay, don't say you were trying to hurt him because I don't want to get you into trouble. But don't try to downplay the act. Craig Button joins us. So so Craig, which team do you think? Is that a bigger disadvantage without their top defenseman tonight? I, I think it's the Edmonton Oilers, and, and for these reasons. They've had a lot of success with the 11-7 configuration. And the 11-7 configuration just gives it a couple more minutes to be spread around on the blue line. But it also gives Jay Woodcroft an opportunity to double up McDavid and Dreisaitl uh, in different spots, whether it be together or different spots. And, and I think that that's working very favorably for the Edmonton Oilers. Then you think about 23 minutes plus of hard minutes that Darnell Nurse plays. So now DC loses his partner. Now you got to move somebody in there, Kulak. He's going to have to pick up a lot of those hard minutes. But then you have Broberg, DeHarnay, and Kulak that have to play a lot more minutes than they played. And I think that that, that puts the Edmonton Orders into uh, a compromised position. Faith Theodore is the number one defenseman in my view, and the other four defensemen that they have in Vegas are, are really good and capable of carrying those minutes. They do already. I think for the Edmonton Oilers, this impacts them. I, I, I think there's 
I think there's trickle across and trickle down effects that that affect the Edmonton Oilers to a greater extent than it does the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Joined by Craig Button talking all things NHL here on the Gregor Show on TSN 1260. What about when you look at the the uh, Aiden Hill situation? You know, they're not. I'm not going to put the blame on him for the first game that he played, but do you think that there's uh, a case that made the Oilers got to kind of get the, get to him early and often tonight? Okay, Jason. Uh, what I would say to you is, is, I mean, the bottom line is, is get after him early, get after him often, and chase him. Get right, like get get right in his grill. Get traffic in front of him. Attack him. Attack him. Attack him. Break him. That's what the playoffs are about. It's about breaking him. Bob Ganey said this many years ago uh, to to our group and to different times. He said, at the end of a series, when you're when you're talking about how great the other goaltender has been, or at the end of a game. All it means, all it is, is code for we didn't find a way to solve them. Playoffs are unforgiving. You win or you lose. Get after them. Break them. It's as simple as that. Toronto, Florida. Toronto, I thought, played really well defensively. They, they didn't give up much. They protected their young goaltender. Um, they were still only up 2-1 to one in that game, so anything could happen. And they've, and they've stunk, like a lot of teams, at, at home this year. Uh, what's your expectation tonight in that series? Okay, uh, I know you love data. I'm going to just tell you. Two out of ten playoff games this year, the Toronto Maple Leafs had a game like that where their defensive posture uh, was able to uh, be better than their opponents. And you can talk about it all. Two out of ten. And in the regular season, they had eight versus 17. So when you're talking now about the number of games that, they, that they've been able to do what they did in, in game four, it hasn't been – and let me tell you that, 8 versus 17, that's the playoff teams in the Eastern Conference. We're eliminating uh, the non-playoff teams. Good competition. They've done it a total of eight times during the, during, during the, uh, during the year. Two in the playoffs, six during the regular season. Do I like their chances to replicate it? No, I don't. I like the numbers. Yeah. Craig coming out hot with the numbers. The New Jersey Devils obviously come up short against the Canes. Uh, just a thought, quick thought on the Devils, and you know what do they have to add to their mix uh, to, to you know not just get back to where they were, but maybe push deeper into the third and fourth rounds. Yeah, and and, and this is a team that uh, won that played twelve playoff games. They had they hadn't played a playoff game in a number of years, and their young players to get those twelve games, I think, is really beneficial. So I think the first part, Jason, is is that you know, a beneficial experience, something that was positive, mm-hmm. something that they can build on. Now, the second part of that, I, I, I like their blue line. I, I really, really like their blue line. They're, they're big. They're, they can skate. Luke Hughes came in and showed that he's going to be a real strong defender. They got Simon Nemitz in the minor. He, he's going to be a really good player. So that blue line to me has got lots of different elements and strong elements for success. Up front, you know, you have you have 86 and 13. I mean, that's a pretty good uh, one-two <laughs> punch uh, up the middle of the ice. And and we know they have some speed. I think adding Timo Meyer, a little bit more size there, I think that that's always important, especially on the walls. They're quick and they're fast. But when you get to the playoffs – you got less room and less time, and you can get squeezed out a little bit more. Listen, Jesper Bratt's a good player, and but but you can't have a you can't you, you you just need a little bit more weight, I think, in some areas of their team, and that's why I think it's imperative they did it by adding Timo Meyer, and yeah. I think that they if they can find a way to keep him, I think it's uh, that that's got to be their first objective. 
But I think their main objective, Jason, is to find out who their goalie is. <laughs> who yeah. is our goalie? It's great to yeah. say we have a goalie of the future. They need a goalie of the present. And I don't think I don't think any of them has has, has clearly demonstrated that they have that they can be the goalie of the present. And I don't think that Tom Fitzgerald or Lindy Ruff have have a, have a belief that any one of them can be the number one guy. So I, I think that's their biggest, biggest area that they have to find an answer to. Who is their goalie of the present? What do you make of Dougie Hamilton's play in that series, Craig? He was minus 10. Now, a few of those goals are shorthanded, which you can argue were even worse. Uh, to give up, but you know what? Uh, you, you can't. It's hard to win a series when, when you're top guy, and he was minus ten in the last four games. So you're saying that's not very good, right? <laughs> well, you know, I'm just saying the data, Craig. The data says. <laughs> Listen, I I I think that uh, Dougie had a stretch of, of games that were that were far far below what he's capable of. I mean, he's a good. He had a good season. He had a really good season. I, I think that you know, you get into the playoffs and you play the Carolina Hurricanes. So the Carolina Hurricanes use their speed. It, it's an unbelievable weapon. They use it to to, to really force you uh, into mistakes where they can create offensive chances. They use it defensively to force you to give up the puck and to put you into compromising positions, and then they take it in and transition so well. And I don't think Dougie Hamilton adapted to that very well. So, I mean, you, he's there for the long term. He, he's a good, defend, good defender, really good, had a really good, strong season. But against that team, he struggled mightily. So, to me, you, like, Dougie's the one that's got to come up with the answer. And he's the one that's got to understand that, like, i got to move the puck quicker and i got to be quicker in everything I do so that the next time I'm faced with this scenario that I can handle it. He, he simply wasn't able to handle it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough because, I mean, they, they, they do play quick. And the Canes, I just am so impressed with that group. When you look at the three oh. players they're missing, and I think we can agree, if not top nine, it's – definitely are close to three of their top six forwards and they're just going and you got guys like Marnik and cooking yemi you know stepping up i i just you know i think maybe coaching and maybe a culture does make a difference okay and, and i think it does jason i and and uh, you you say you think you know you know <laughs> that it does and when i look at the way the team plays and, and the way i summed it up is this way the whole is far greater than the sum of the parts. And yeah. they had a really, they did an excellent regular season. And and I underestimated them. Like, oh, they lose Patch already. Then they lose Sachnikov. Then they lose Taravine. And I'm like, wow, they're in trouble. And, you know, and I thought they'd be in trouble against the New York Islanders. And New York, they, they got past them. And then I said, wow, they're, they're going to have a different animal here with the uh, New Jersey Devils. Well, they've lost three games to date in the playoffs. And I think that the way they play clearly embodies uh, the way that Rod Brindamore played and it's relentless and, 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 it, and it begins with the drop of the puck and it doesn't end until the fi- final buzzer goes and th- that's the way they play and they're after you and it doesn't matter it, and, and the other thing I will say about their team if you look at their team and, and we talk about players coming short at different points in the playoffs and, and adjusting and learning from or whatever who won the Carolina Hurricanes didn't give the best version of themselves or, or, or come very close to always giving the best version of themselves. That, to me, is what makes strong teams. 
Craig Button joins us at Sports Center, TSN 1260. Uh, Craig, Seattle's had an unreal run. Um, you know, Dallas just, you know, Joel Pavelski, that guy just the ageless wonder, continues to play well. And I just don't know if Seattle has an answer for Miro Heiskanen in that series. Yeah. You, I totally agree with you. You, you think about game three, Iskinen goes out, and, you know, the, the, the Dallas Stars just collapsed. I mean, they, they, they capsized. And, you know, Jake Ottinger gets pulled. And Haskinen, I, I mean, what he does, I mean, controls the game. Offensively, defensively, transition. I mean, in the, and the thing I love about Miro is skating is outstanding. He's an exceptional skater. There's nobody that I've seen him play against that intimidates them with their skating. Nobody. And he's just so confident in his own abilities that he just goes out and plays. And it always feels like Miro's playing with this great freedom at a high level of competitive intensity. Big difference maker. Jake Ottinger found his game after being pulled in game three. And Rupa Hintz, and keep this in mind, last year the Dallas Stars in game seven against Calgary, Rupa Hintz couldn't play because of the oblique injury. Yeah. Tied with Leon Dreisaitl for the playoff scoring lead. Three really key players, but I think with, I'm along with you. I think Haskinen is, I think he's the driver uh, of that team in so many ways. Craig, uh, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the games. We will chat with you. Oh, by the way, quickly, do you have a favorite? Uh, did you ever watch wrestling growing up? Or did you have a favorite wrestler? Uh, Andre the Giant. Nice. Big man. Hard yeah. to miss. He was big, like, larger than life, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very, very accurate. Very accurate. Craig, uh, enjoy the weekend. We will chat with you next Friday. Thanks. Craig Button from TSN. Uh, Gregor Strudwick, Connor Halley with you. And if the Sports Eater TSN 1260, we'll come back. We've got uh, Tell Me I'm Wrong, five questions, some more names out of the bin to go to Croatia. On the Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. We'll also hear from Brett Kulak and Jay Woodcroft. Positive Friday continues on. Jason Greger, Jason Stratton, live and on the rocks, man. It's just very secret, very quietly. It's starting to fill up in here pretty good on a Friday. Everybody's getting off work early. They're fired up for the big weekend. Of course, you got order game tonight. Order game on Sunday. Time still to be determined. And oh, by the way, do you want to go to the game on Sunday night? We got a pair of tickets. We're going to auction off for charity. I love it. Positive people are giving us tickets. Lower bowl. Great seats. Orders attack twice. So if you want to go to the game, text in a bit at 10-12-60. Sunday night, game six. Well, it's going to be a clinching game for one team. Maybe Edmonton. Maybe Vegas. It's the orders. Can you imagine? Oh, Sunday night, Mother's Day. Hey, is your wife a huge hockey fan? Get her tickets to game six. Are you kidding me? Woo-hoo. Or maybe your mom. Mom's a big hockey fan. Took you to all your hockey or sporting events as a kid. Here's your chance, boys and girls. Trust me. If your mother is a sports fan, she's like, "Are you? what you give me for Mother's Day? Oh, a pair of seats to the uh, Game 6. What? She oh, she thrilled. will be fired up. So you can text in at 10, 1260 or call Connor at 444-1260. Now, uh, 10 more names out of the draw. Thank you for donating to the MS Society. If you hear your name, you're out. T. Shattuck. Kyle Wills. Kane Lambert or Lambert, I think it's Lambert, John Bradley, Noel Perrin, Corey Good, Jeff Alley, Craig Hewson, John Wolf, and Patrick Glim. Thank you very much. 
You're out. 30 names remain. We are getting closer all the time. Now, let's get to Tell Me I'm Wrong, Connor Halley edition, brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling Home. The no payments, no interest for one full year on your AC unit. Stay cool all summer at LegacyHeating.ca. The Jason Greger Show presents Tell Me I'm Wrong. All right, guys. Uh, I'm, I could be accused of maybe being a bit of a homer with this one. That, that's fair. But I, we heard Kevin Willie a couple weeks ago talk about how good the Oilers coaching staff is at finding the uh, weaknesses in the opposing goalie and ways to beat them. Uh, I think through, as the season or the series went on against the Kings, you started to see that with Corpus Salo, and I know they were scoring goals at a pretty good clip throughout the series, but uh, games, what, four, five, six, they scored five goals, six goals, five goals. Uh, I know Aiden Hill came in a couple games ago and the Oilers lost that game. It was out of hand and they didn't get too many shots on him, but I, I do start, to, I'm starting to think that, you know, one, one off day of prep to get ready for Aiden Hill. I think that they did it again, and they started to kind of determine the ways where they want to shoot on him, how to beat him. So tell me I'm wrong, uh, and, and maybe I am, but offense is coming tonight, and it's going to come for the remainder of this series. The Edmonton Oilers have found a way that they want to attack Aiden Hill, and I think they're going to take advantage of it. And I think I think offensively for the Oilers, good things are coming. They'll have to take care of the defensive game. But if you're betting, go the over. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, I'll start with your kind of your final comment. I believe the Oilers, they shouldn't worry about scoring. they got to worry about defending hard. And, and we saw what happens in Game 1, but specifically Game 3, when the Oilers don't play between the man and, their, and the net, and they're not you know, get, taking the inside ice, making them have the outside ice. All those details we've talked about quite, quite a bit, quite frankly, for most of the year, uh, but specifically to Game 3. So I think that's a huge part of it. But I think you're right. I think that, you know, listen, there's, Aiden Hill isn't, an established number one goaltender, right? He's a guy fighting for his, his life here uh, in the IHL, trying to figure out where he fits in, uh, trying to trying to assert himself. He's 27 years old, so he's not like he's a spring chicken, uh, and uh, he's trying to find his, 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 his game after being on, you know, a few teams now uh, in the IHL. But he has... They they do get to him right. They, they these guys figured out the these guys being the top players and then the staff for the owners they do figure it out. They tell you how they they kind of get a read on him, see where he sits. They watch video. They do all those kinds of things. Then they find that where, where they can kind of make it uncomfortable. But I'll agree with Craig here, Craig Button. You need to get in front of him and make his life uncomfortable, right? Get bodies in front of him, you know, uh, you know, skate in front of him, get his eyes off the off the puck or get his eyes not available to adjust to the puck. So I think you're right, Connor, um, but there's there's more to it than I think than just watching video. you got to get in there and make it happen. Yeah, 100%, right? It's um, now, and it helps because, no offense, Dayton Hill, it's not like he's, uh, you know, he's not a league goaltender. He's a decent goalie, but he's got some some warts to his game. And I think the way the game is now, it's not the goalies are worse. Here's the thing. Oh, the goalies aren't good anymore. No. The game doesn't protect the goalies like it did for such a long time, where there was very limited scoring chances. It was all, let's just shoot pucks to the net from sharp angles. Yeah, the goalies were good. Don't get me wrong. But the style of play in the late 90s, early 2000s, was perfect storm for goaltenders. Yes, they had an increase in, in goalies and everything, and but you've had goalie coaches for a long time. It's not like goalie coaches haven't been spending time on opposing goalie coaches, right? The forwards have now got skills coaches. That helps. But the game has gone east to west way more. Rarely do you, even in the early 2000s, go back and look at how many point shots you were getting on power plays. Yeah. 
You don't get point shots on power plays anymore. Because they've realized, geez, if the puck's closer to the net, the odds of it scoring go up. So let's go closer to the net. Right? That's just one simple one. So um, I, I think you're, you're going to go through a stretch here. Like, Andre Vasilevsky is an unreal goalie. You put him in the defensive zone systems that they play, you might never score on him. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I find it interesting. People just look at save percentage and equate it to all oh, they're terrible. But Aiden Hill is not an established goaltender. I'm not putting him in that category, and I agree with Connor. The orders definitely will, will have an advantage here because there are some elements of his game that are exposable for sure. And uh, he gets very low in his crouch, and so he, when he's on his knees, he's slower side to side. So watch that. We saw it on the Nick Bukestad wraparound. That yeah. was like that was a scouting report I put out before the game. Not for sure. me, from a goalie guy who knows way more than me. And the first goal, and I text him like, "There's exactly what you talked about." It was it was like weird. So you know, and that's one guy who doesn't work for an NHL team. Yeah. So yeah. You, you know that there's other guys who who will see lots of it. So uh, I think the orders have the advantage, but you got to take advantage. You've got to use that. And I think to me, like they've got to go from the get go in their two wins. They never put the, they never took the foot off the gas. Yeah, for sure. And they clearly took the foot off the gas in game one and in game three on three different occasions. They score a goal and then they were just like, Woohoo, we scored. And they kind of forgot that the game's still ongoing. And I don't I think they've learned from it, so I think they'll be better tonight. Lots of text flying in. It's a 10, 12, 60. Hey, guys, I think Aiden Hill is with, uh, is Jordan Biddington without the cup run. Gets rattled easily. I think the orders win all day if they get in Hill's kitchen. Now, I don't know if he's got uh, yeah, a, like, Biddington. That's pretty, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. I, I, I get the the intent, but I think that's a bit of a – that's maybe a little bit a bridge too far. Listen, Aiden Hill hasn't played a, a ton of NHL games. And uh, he doesn't have a ton of experience, but neither, to be fair, neither does uh, Stu Skinner. But he's kind of been the number one here all year. Aiden Hill's time through the NHL has kind of been all over the place, right? Handful of games here, handful of games there. So he probably isn't super comfortable in his in his game. Um, so I, I think you have to get at him. You have to, you know, I always, the word I like to use is make the goalie make safe. Like hit the net, shoot the puck, get there, make them, make them busy. Don't miss the net. Don't look off shots. Get those shots to net. Doesn't mean you just have massive shot volume, but make the goalie make saves. Make him react. Make him get in there. Get the puck over. You know, if the orders skate like you, they get on the power play. Now you're putting him in a really tough position. So these are all things that when the orders are going well, it works. When they're not going well, as you saw in game one and three, they don't have it. And that's why they have to make sure they do it tonight. Hey, guys, Bouchard had a couple point shots. Well, yeah, of course, a couple. But all, the, the stats don't lie. The best power plays are not high-volume shots from the blue line. They're just not. This is this has been a trend now for years. It's not new. doesn't mean you can't ever shoot from there. But also, look at where Bouchard scored his second power play goal from. It's like the top of the circle. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, I mean, you got to have every tool in your bag, right? But the, the days of just getting upstairs or up top and just hammer it from the blue line, it's just not there. You've got to have different places you can shoot the puck from and score or get opportunities, right? So we've seen the owners, um, you know, as you just mentioned, Greg's, we have guys, different ways of scoring on the power play, the side from dry saddle, uh, Bouchard walking in, hammering a one-timer, like all these different ways. And you got to continue to add that to, uh, or have it, not add it, have it to your action on the power play. Uh, Dave came in at uh, 300. Uh, we have uh, Paul at five, and now we are up to uh, 600 on the uh, tickets from uh, Robbie. Uh, great seats, lower bowl. Orders attack twice Sunday night. 
Game six. It's going to be a clinching game for one team. Could be the orders. Could be a really good Mother's Day gift for you. You can text in at 10 12 60 or dial us up at triple uh, four twelve sixty. Of course, uh, all the money as always goes to Cherry. Take a quick break. We'll come back. Five questions and more on the Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. We continue on. Jason Gregor, Jason Strutter, Connor Halley with you. A little extra brass bonanza for you on a lovely, positive Friday. Man, it's going to be warm this week. And get your sunscreen on, boys and girls. Stay hydrated. Stay warm. Definitely need some hydration. Hey, $4 beers. Just mix in the water every between some. You'll be great. Jasper Avenue, 118th. Uh, the Gregor Show is always presented by PlayAlberta.ca, where if you are feeling lucky... At uh, PlayAlberta.ca, you can uh, play casino, you can play blackjack. Also, Lotto Max, $33 million up for grabs tonight at Lotto Max. Uh, Cody came in at 700 Flatland Mechanical is up to uh, 800 and now James is at 825 for the uh, seats on Sunday. Game 4, Lower Bowl. In the corner, great great vantage point. Orders attack twice. Sunday night. We don't know the game time yet. Depends on what happens, uh, Toronto, uh, in that game. So, and, and the game is also on ESPN, and they have ESPN Sunday night baseball, so that could be impacting it as well. So, uh, we will see what happens. Now, let's get to ten more names out in the draw. If you hear your name, thank you so much for donating. JMS. Hopefully you'll do it again as uh, we're getting closer to somebody going to Croatia and Italy for two weeks. A $14,000 trip that costs you $200 entry. That's a pretty good deal. Thanks for donating. Dave Stratichuk, Sean McKines, Tyler Nisbet, Val Carby, Jordan Say, Colin Van Eiderstein, sick name, Deborah Kidd, Joshua Khalil, Mario Vukusic, and Grant Stewart. Thanks so much. But you're out. And now uh, Ryan is up to uh, 900 for the tickets. Rocking and rolling. Let's get to uh, five questions brought to you by our good friends at The Brick. Where uh, stop in right now at The Brick because you know what? The tent sale is up. Take off 60% off original price on clearance items in the tent. Find items uh, below cloth clearance items, TVs, furniture, and more right now at The Brick. It's time for five questions on The Jason Greger Show. All right, guys, we've seen blowouts in three of the four games between the Vegas Golden Knights in this series and the Edmonton Oilers, of course. Will that continue tonight, or do you think we'll see a close one? Uh, I've been saying for a while, I think that, you know, a couple of scores have been pretty close to with 3-1 or 4-1, whatever it's been, especially the Oilers win. But I think tonight with the top two D-men out, I think we're going to see a little bit more open hockey. So I think I have the over-under of uh, six and a half, and I think more goals than that. So I think this tonight will be like a 4-3 games 5-3 something like that more goals tonight a little more wide open Greg's I'm expecting offense as well I I really believe uh, Edmonton's penalty kill for whatever reason has stunk on the road and uh, their power play is great and now their power play is going uh, without Petrangelo uh, I think you uh, I had said 5-3 I will stick with that I think there'll be eight goals tonight question number two so when we come back here on Monday what will this series be at 
Um, well, I'll stick with my original prediction. Orders in six, so I'll say six. Yeah, I had him in five, so obviously that's going to be a pretty difficult one to pull out at this point. Um, I honestly, guys, I think this is going to seven, so it'll be three three. I like it. Question number three. I heard this discussion quite a bit. Not sure if I buy it, but do you think the NHL is setting a dangerous precedent by only suspending Petrangelo for one game for that slash? Well, it's a huge talking point, obviously. Everyone's, you know, Vegas is mad he's suspended. Uh, Oilers fans are mad he's not suspended longer. So everyone's got their two cents worth. I think if someone who's independent looked at it, I think they could say two games is probably it. Again, you know, Drysaddle wasn't injured on the play. I think that makes a difference. I don't think we're going to see guys skating around the ice, bringing their sticks above their head and whacking guys all over the place. So, no, I I think it's a foolish thing to suggest that this means it's open season. It's not. It's one guy lost his marbles, should have been a two-game suspension. He got one. I think you move on. I I don't believe you're just going to see Slasharama all over the ice now. Question number four, the NFL schedule release videos, obviously a big deal these days. Uh, who do you think did the best release video yesterday? Well, I can't answer that because I did not watch one of them, Connor Halley. Oh. So uh, I uh, I can't say. Yeah, I, I don't get the whole schedule release thing. I it's it's there's been whispers and ideas being thrown out, uh, and I did happen to see a couple here. Uh, the Nashville one was pretty funny, where they were kind of going around Broadway asking people about it. But I I can't go. You know, when you have Peyton Manning, along with uh, some of the cast members of uh, The Office, planning a party. I don't know how you can get that wrong. So I'll go Denver Broncos. Connor, what do you think, you old dog? Uh, well, I'm biased. The Chargers was very good. Lots of uh, low blows on opposing teams. I thought the Jacksonville Jaguars as well, doing kind of their fake mockumentary, yeah. leaning into the whole the NFL scripted thing. I thought that was pretty funny as well. The uh, Trevor Lawrence body double, very good. Um Final question for you guys on this hypothetical Friday. If aliens took over and humans were put into zoos, what would you want in your zoo enclosure? Um, interesting idea. I'd probably say a pool and a slurping machine. You know, I would say if I was in a winter place, the pool would probably wouldn't be that useful in the winter. But maybe they could heat it up like they do with JPL. So, yeah, I'm going to go pool and uh, slurping machine. That's what I'd want in my uh, zoo enclosure, Greg, if I was put in a zoo it's an interesting question um well i would probably want a, a confection machine with lots of different options of chocolate bars and chips <laughs> oh for sure you're not sleeping in a circle k man you want a slush machine? What the hell is the well, difference? You want who's going to restock this all the time? Well, who do you think's going to restock the slush machine? Well, you do it from behind. Don't people come and feed you in the zoo? Yeah, I, I think like aliens would. Yeah, put in a they would come. And, give you guys and guess what? Like I got a chocolate bar. Like they're probably going to have a limit, so I can see it every day. Maybe you know, depending, but they'll fill it up. So I want a chocolate bar uh, machine. This, in your fantasy, it, they have big Turks. Do you think the aliens will like big Turks? Well, dude. Turd. The the the, a, the aliens are supposedly be higher Turd. intellect, so of course Big Turk will probably be considered the greatest chocolate bar of all time in the alien world. So it would make a lot of sense. <laughs> and uh, I would say, I would like a massage chair. Holy jeez, how old are you? <laughs> Just gonna sit there eating Big Turks all day? Oh, but have you ever had one of those massage chairs? It gets around your calf. Oh Christmas. my god! Like I'm seriously gonna buy one strictly <laughs> for the calf massage. It's unbelievable. Holy. Connor, what about you? 
I kind of like that massage chair idea now that Gregor brings it up. I think that that's going to be in there. You yeah, know that's what? right, cons. I'm simple. Like, I just give me, uh, I don't know, PS5 and let me play my video games, have a TV in there so I have something to do. They can see me in my natural habitat, just sitting back, gaming, hanging out. Probably ignore them. I'm not going to go ask them for big Turks or Slurpees or anything. What a guy. What a guy. I could get it. I get it. I like this one by the Texers. How about a mate, guys? Yeah. I guess that's a good point. Isn't that like the zoo worker, though? Wouldn't they do that? What, the no, mate? he said a mate. A mate. Oh, like like mate. a partner. Part, yeah. Part, like. Okay. I, yeah, I would hope. Th- I would hope that the zoo guys aren't doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that might be a little bit faux pas, Cons. Yeah. I don't know what zoos you've been to, but uh, X nay on that. Sean's getting pretty deep Friday afternoon. He says we're already in an alien zoo. Well, <laughs> I could. It's uh, a little bit off the road for Friday afternoon game day. Yeah. Hey, why not? Why not? A supply of vodka. See, I don't know if that'd be my thing. I want to wake up hungover every day on vodka. A couple nights, maybe I can have a party, invite some of the other polar well, bears over. Stuff hey, it's like, like that. anything. I look at it when I feed my cows. They don't get grain every day, but it's they get one. grain certain times. Yeah. So I think, you know, you bring in, uh, maybe get a keg every now and then. Sure. <laughs> Are you saying big turd, Strutty, from Pablo? Yeah, I am. It's a big turd. You couldn't pay me to eat that big turk. I guess the one thing is you, you're forced to eat it slow. Because it's so, it's just so much. What is in there? Taffy and there's no taffy. just ripping your teeth off the back, no, right no, off, right out of the bone. There's no, uh, there's no taffy struts. Outrageous. It's so good. So, uh, Stratty for fun. What's your bowl prediction for tonight? Uh, I'm gonna say Oilers five three empty netter. Honestly, I think this is gonna be, it's gonna be a little more wide open. That isn't a, to slag any of the, the guys, the D men that are in there, but it just changes things when the bowl's number one demon come out of the group it changes the look of a team and it changes how it goes now you know, they can tighten it up um quite a bit but i i know i just feel like it's gonna be a hard-fought game with a number of goals so five three empty there all right strutty have yourself a wonderful weekend yeah, i can't wait to see what happens. we're talking about monday oh yes should it's, be great. it's entertaining should be great let's get to uh, connor halley in a sports center update brought to you by edmonton Kubota, their zero-turn mowers are built for professional mowing results, durability, and comfort. And they're ready to tackle any terrain while keeping you comfortable. Cut the grass in style at edmontonkubota.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.